You are now listening to the Conversationalist Podcast. Yo, yo, yo. So what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Conversationalist Podcast. This is episode seven. I'm Jesse, and I'm here with my boy, Joe. And uh, today we're going to talk a little bit about... Hey, you had sideways. It's true for the best for Oh, it, it like, is side wave? Yeah, it's side like like Super normal. side wave? Talking all weird. Oh, really? Yeah. Shit. Okay. There you go. We're going to talk a little bit about, uh, <laughs> like, regen rules and, like, like respawn rules and airsoft. God damn it. That better not have come through on the guys, show. You guys who do podcasts, but they Woo! have message, message indicators on their laptop that want to pull out your fucking snot out of your nose. It's so loud. It's like, I'm such a faggot. I feel like I'm, like, Jerry right now. <laughs> so, uh, let's see here. Yeah, but you don't have a drugged out girlfriend blowing up the fucking podcast all the time. <laughs> I really hope he doesn't hear this one. <laughs> Somehow he probably won't. I don't know. So uh, he doesn't listen to the other podcast. <laughs> wow, he's not even a fan of his Gar. own podcast. Of Gar. No, I think yeah. he hates it. Yeah, probably. Oh God, yeah. So uh, respawn <laughs> rules and airsoft and uh, like regen rules and airsoft and like. Um, like how they're how they're different from like one event to another, kind of like the experiences we had with uh, different events we've been to, what we prefer, what we think works, what doesn't, what we like to see more of. Um, but before we get to that, um, we got some drinks. What are you drinking? Well, it started out before you got here. It's not going to drink till Jesse gets here, <laughs> and then eventually. Devolved into bullet over ice. Then it devolved into Buffalo Trace on top of bullet over ice. So I've got mm. a nice little blended it's a blend. situation. Nice. We have uh, some Heaven's Door Tennessee bourbon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, get all of that. It's delicious. Oh, it fucking even smells good, dude. <laughs> Holy shit. Hold on. This, so, this rye is so good. Oh, this is a Tennessee. This is a Tennessee bourbon. I thought I got the right. God damn it. All right, I gotta get this cold. I get this cold. <laughs> I was like shaking my fucking hand like I'm fucking Michael J. Fox. <laughs> oh, it's gonna put some hair on my chest. <laughs> Biden night. <laughs> wow. Oh, like one. <laughs> Ooh, fuck, dude. It's gonna get there. Woo. <sighs> All right. So. <laughs> Where do you want to start, Joe? Huh. <laughs> Airsoft rule set. Right? Are we talking rule well, set? Well, I mean, so, I mean, like, the, probably one of the most, uh, the most attended games that, uh, that we tend to go to are part of Operation Lion Claw's military simulation series. Um, we've attended several one-day games. We've, we've attended three-day games. And, uh, you know, the way that those regen rules, uh, have applied in the past is that typically like it some of the three-day events we've been to um we've used bandages that were given to us but they were like a was it like a oh, just like, like a, a torn piece like a plastic of, uh, oh yeah like a like a kind of, uh, uh like a landscaping marker just just right. plastic tape i mean that's kind of what we use locally yeah they'll, they'll they'll give those to medics to use until they run or, out or zip ties zip ties um you know those are things that like we would typically see that are like issued to the different teams when you actually you know come over to attend the game 
Um, you Limit, know, limited supply to medics or OTs players. Right. So, you know, we've also seen other uh, event organizers say, like, uh, like AMS. Typically, you know, what they want to see you do is bring ace bandages that are approximately four feet in length, and they want you to bring two of your own, keep them in your own eye pack for you, and that you're going to get regen with those ace bandages that you bring. By anybody else on your team, because everybody can pretty much medic. No. No? There's only, medic? There's designated medics or, or like a team leader that can act as a medic. Oh, that's right. Um, and then, you know, a place like Milson West where, you know, you're issued like a tourniquet is part of your entry and you use the tourniquets or you can buy extra tourniquets to give yourself more lives and then when you get to the ops they tell you no i mean i know you bought an extra tourniquet but you only get one life you don't get well, right extra you, you can i mean sure they'll sell you some like if you want to use airsoft tourniquets but you only no, get was, the one it was it was in the rules at first the first one I played, and I was Are you like, talking about some shit that was happening like fucking seven years ago? It fucks years. me, dude. It fucks me. It was like seven years ago. Like he's like, dude, you changed like like in the past decade that you fucking invented the game. I can't you, like, that. bring up some old shit like over and over. So um, you know, starting with like uh, blind claws. Um, I mean, what do you think are like some of the benefits of saying, you know, blind claws introducing like the the landscaping plastics or like the different types of um, like zip ties that they use as a means to control you know how much you have of what. I think it's a good idea. Um, the first first line clause off I played was Operation Redstorm down in Whittier and it was a it was a great game but the only respawn was bleed out, walk to a respawn point, or bleed out, walk to a fob bleed out, walk to the respawn point a certain amount of times, and you're like, well, let's just fucking walk and walk and walk. It was like a Lord of the Rings movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and the, the worst part is you bleed out, then you have to walk. Like, how long does it take you to walk to a fob or a respawn point usually? Oh, yeah. Game, you know, five, ten minutes there, five, ten minutes back on a good day. Plus, you just let out five minutes, so you're 15 minutes out of the game. It, you know, and then we're talking about, like, unit cohesion, staying together, and keeping the momentum of a game going. I think it's so important to have medics that you can medic in place. Um, I, I, I like that they're doing that. That's always, to me, been the weak, the weakest rule set for medics has always been line clock because it's there hasn't been a medic. It's just you just fucking take a knee, sit there and wait, walk back. That drives me crazy. It just totally stops the game for you. Well, and a lot of times too, like it's with some of the games that we've attended in the past, like you know they'll have say like medic rules you know where there is a medic and that medic does get you know zip ties or one of these plastic uh like you said like you know, landscaping band, material things to kind of like tie around an arm i've seen torn and, shreds of linen i mean it's everything right and, and you're allowed to you know basically respawn uh as long as you have the resources but i would say the at least the problem is and like that you know i've seen Pretty much everybody play like this, and it's going to go to one of those things where, like, did you actually read the Warn Org, or did right. you just play how you thought you should have been playing? Right. Is that well? This know, is makes you actively have to read it and understand the medical rules so that right. you can respond on the field. But you know, a lot of times, you know, people are just like, well, you know, I have some of these plastic bands, 
So I'm going to keep responding to all of these people as long as I can, or, you know, using multiple zip ties on somebody, which, you know, maybe there's a limit to like, you know, how often they can be respond before they have to go to a hard respawn. Right. But that's, that tends to be what you see is that, you know, people will keep getting respawned as long as they have the resources to keep respawning you. They look like Xerxes from 300. They've got <sighs> rings hanging off. Right. Them everywhere. They're hanging everywhere. And, you know, I think a lot of times, you know, it does come down to the people aren't reviewing the Warnor and they're just kind of like, well, I this think, seems like yeah, it's right. In the spirit right? of In the, the spirit sense. of things, it feels like I'm doing the right thing. And I think, a lot, you know, what ends up happening, or I mean, you know, part of it is that, one, people aren't reviewing the Warnord properly. And then, two, you know, people are given so many resources, you know, they're giving so many resources to their medic, is that when they're using the medic um, materials, in the manner that we described, which, like I said, is a lot of the times the way it ends up happening, is that there's kind of there there can be a stalemate. Like if you actually have a medic that's medicy, you know, a, a, you, a, good, a medic, good medic, you're going to be like, God damn it! Like he's killing these motherfuckers is, is and they're still alive. Is better than a good leader. You know, a guy who is just hauling ass, running, uh, knows when to fight, knows when to right. medic. You know. Uh, you're a solid medic. You're, you're good at that. I mean, mm-hmm. um, well, when you I'm notice that like somebody terrible. has a good medic when you can't make any headway, yeah, right, because they always that's what seem you want, to right? be alive. You, you want that, and then and then tactics take over. You know what I'm saying? You know, mm-hmm. then tactics take over to get you around the the corner or whatever. I don't. I like games that have that. I hate when you're like, oh man, we're battling, 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 and then you throw a grenade, and you know, the, it's over. Or I mean, that kind of makes sense, I guess, but. You know, it's a battle of attrition. Your guys walk back, and then, you know, you, it just takes forever to get them back in the fight. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, and for the immersion's sake, let's keep this battle going like there were more people here. Right. Because there's how often are there going to be, you know, 16 people, in, you know, on both teams. There's only 16 people in this firefight, you know, when it's supposed to be this major campaign. Well, I feel like more often than not, you end up running into, like, at least when, you know, we're playing the line Claws games, they're like, you tend to attract a lot of uh, like speed softer types that aren't necessarily team players. Not to say that you don't run into those quality players here and there, but a lot mm-hmm. of times you can have somebody that's designated as a medic, but they they're off somewhere. Yeah. And so when that's you need the medic, medic, the medic isn't there, and so you end up you know getting wiped out because that's somebody kind of just trailed off with somebody else because choose, they, they weren't medic trying to stay with their guys. Yeah, and you know the on the opposite end is that. When you do run into the quality medic, you notice because when you're trying to assault a position, it seems like you're constantly killing the same fucking players, and you're like, "God damn it! Like, are these motherfuckers just not calling their hits, or are they just? Yeah, you can tell because they have they, a really good medic. They're out of it for a minute or two, and then they're back. You know, well, it's like and, you notice that staccato rhythm of the person. And so, like touching on that, when you're talking about like, oh well, you know, maybe they're just getting a good medic, is that what I don't like about those types of materials being used? They like zip ties in like the plastic fucking landscaping yeah. plastics. Yeah. Is that People when, when you're creative. using the when you're using the landscaping plastics, all you're gonna do is say like say grab a part of somebody's vest and like tie a bow tie on it, right? right. Oh, I meant it to you. Or you know, you get the zip lock uh, or you get the zip tie and you like put it on some obscure piece of thing right. and zip, right? right? And that's it. Done. So then it's like, oh shit, like he was only out of the game for like forty five seconds. Right. Somebody got low and fucking put the zip tie on the guy's fucking shoelaces. I hate when like, people cheat the medic rules. Right. Or, or push them to the edge of reasonability. Yeah. I'm just like, God damn it. Like, you know, 
uh, not a bad idea in terms of just cost effectiveness mm-hmm. of like providing materials sure. for the players. I like making players provide their own. Right. Um, you know, so I mean, like for me, I don't like those per se. Like I feel like like the game the gameplay could be better if you know we incorporated rules that like we see from uh, say like AMS. So or, or Milsim West really has a fantastic rule set for the medical. Oh yeah. You know, it's it's very involved and I mean I've played local games before. I've, uh, I I think it was maybe Warped Ops we played. And I mean, it was way back in the day. This seemed to be an old rule set, but you hit an arm and you gotta put a tourniquet or or a bandage or whatever it is on that spot. Right. You know what I mean? You get hit in the torso, you're out. You get hit in the head, you're out. But you know, uh, extremities could be medic. And yeah. I think uh, AMS had the rule set the first year, and they also had to get somebody out of the firefight. You had to literally drag them. Right. That? Yeah. I, I remember because I tried to move Max, and that motherfucker is <laughs> heavy. Yeah, uh, I mean they encourage you to drag them so that you can get them I out in like medic. Milsim West does the same thing. I like that. I mean, I think I think we should be doing stuff like that. I hate somebody just runs over and says, "You're good," and it's like, "Bro, I got, I got." You know, there should be there should be time out of the game for it. Right. You know what I mean? And it should take two people out of the game for part of that. It should take your medic a little bit of time to do that, like wrapping a bandage around your arm. AMS is really big about that. Wrap, 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 tough. Mm-hmm. Right. It's got to look good. If somebody comes up and inspects it, must have embedded. Right, they have the four foot ace bandage that you you have to personally carry two of your own bandages on you and an eye pack that your your player, your medic, or your team leader can find and grab and then apply on you. And the thing is, is they have what are called war crimes. So like if you don't place the bandage on in a in a tight and neat manner, and it just looks like a big old bow tie or like if, a tiny pair of shoes. You know, right. I mean, obviously you're not you will get negative right. points for that. So yeah. you actually are encouraged to kind of like police you guys. Right. So if somebody doesn't tie it right, you're going over and fixing dude bandages because you don't want to get those negative points that are going to count count against your overall score later on. And, and what I've noticed, and I've said this every year, I, I'm not sure how what this is attributed to, but the one thing that I notice uh, uh, above all other organizations in AMS is the uh, – the accountability of each player. I, I feel like every player comes out there and for whatever, I don't know why. Everybody holds themselves to a higher level. And I've played with the same people at different events and everybody mm-hmm. plays just more honorably when they're playing an AMS event. I don't know why that is. But it's, dude, fucking fix your band-aid before we go in. You know? And other places we go and it's like, fuck, whatever. Don't worry about it. You know, we all play the to the you know we we bend we we butt up against it we bend it as far as possible but I don't know AMS just has a different feeling I don't I don't know why that is because it's a lot of the same players AMS and LC and and uh, MSW right yeah I mean I feel like their their rules have been consistent mm-hmm. uh, longer and so you you have an expectation of you know when you approach a game that there's not a lot of variation from one game to the next on like how the rules that's going to be played. It feels um, like you're playing most varsity. of their games are outdoors, you know. Whereas they're, you know, with like a like offline claws, sometimes their stuff is mainly indoors. Some of it's outdoors. There's variations in like an indoor LC game. The mall. Oh, that's right. Their CQB that's settings true. where the yeah. the, 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 the rules change. 
But the thing yeah. is, too, is a lot of times, you know, they're like incorporating where, okay, you can shoot auto except in this variation, but you, can, you can't shoot auto inside in, indoors. Whereas like AMS, if you, play you know, AMS engagements, that, you're same. always shooting semi-auto. You're only shooting auto if you have like a squad-based weapon. I love that. And, That's my favorite. You know, and the thing is, they don't do anything like super, you know, super fancy with like, oh, you have to have this type caliber weapon per se. Like, they're not... I mean, like they, they started to be a little bit stickler about that when we well, started running. I mean, to a Corby. certain extent, I just feel like you know they're not like, oh, this is a nine millimeter based gun, so you can't do this. Like, I don't feel like AMS is there. If you if you're signing up as a rifleman and you bring this gun, that's like bring an a Evo. nine millimeter SMG. If you're operating within rifleman rules and you're a rifleman, and they're just like, okay, well, you're gonna follow those rules because that's what you signed up as. Right. The game of honor, no big deal. Yeah. Don't Whereas, put it on like, full auto. Right, you know, some other, you know, like it. Well, what, what, what we see from other trains that was some contention with with the, what SMGs. type of gun you can yeah. use and stuff like that. Which, to me, it's like I love where they're trying to go with it, like on the idea of you, you, what they're yeah. trying to get to. But at the same time, go like it's unrealistic. It. It's well, to me, it's almost unrealistic because you're expecting people to like pay a significant amount of money to. Get a gun tuned specifically for one thing, where then it becomes like not viable for something else. You know, or like, I like it. I mean, if this we always talk about, you should have twelve different kits, right? Mm -hmm. You should have every different kit for everything color. And like this current group, like, hey, we're changing to tan. Oh, I don't have any tan. What the fuck do you not have tan? But right, mm -hmm. right. I mean, it's that same attitude, and I get it. But well, it's like let's say you have a favorite gun, right? There's this gun yeah. that you love. It's a new gun, Evo. and then like it's like a nine millimeter type gun. It's an SMG. Like, but let's say most of the games you play are outdoors, yeah. so you can shoot up to 400 feet per second, right. and or like you know, well, however many joules that is. But then you want to take it to this other event, but right. your gun's a nine millimeter gun, so now you have to shoot a one the problem, joule or less in order to some. engage. But I'm saying, like, let's say it wasn't a quick change spring, right. you know, like the fucking Evo, it was something else. So now you're having to pay money to get all these adjustments and, and, and things done to your gun in order to use it for this event. But now you're either going to have to keep it that way to only use it for those events when you go, or you're going to have to then pay money to get it switched back. Do you know what, you, keep using it. Do you, know what you sound like to some of the like serious hardcore teams? Well, you sound there. like a poor. But, yeah, exactly. So I, I, I agree with you because mm -hmm. the, the problem with Airsoft is, let's say your favorite gun is a PT-9, you know, the the variant of an AK that's a 9mm. That's your favorite gun in the whole world, right? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, Sounds wrong, but we'll go with it. I mean, because well, it, it's ironic because PP is funny. Yeah, and it's nine millimeters. Um, but the problem is, like, we we are big Evo guys. Why are we Evo guys? Because we like Evos in the real world? No. Yeah. Because it's an excellent count. No, it's because it's the best airsoft gun you can get. I mean, for the money out of the box. For the well, you say for the money. We've had that discussion too. In that. In any price range, you're going to be hard, hard-pressed to find a gun that shoots as well as that. So we use that. Um, so that that's the thing. If everything shot like an Evo, then it'd be cool. You know, you have your Evo set up for indoors. You know, you have your AK, your M4, whatever gun. If everything just shot as well as that, then it wouldn't be that big of a deal. And, you know, I had, how many guns do you have? I mean, I know we've both paired way, I've way back. I've paired but down. You have, I probably have five. Yeah, five or six guns. And so, and, and for us, I mean, at this point, I have two Evos, you know, because I want to back it up. I love that gun. I have two Evos, two AKs, you know, 
I'm, I'm really getting small in my collections, but um, we really should have. You should have. Okay, this is your outdoor American kit. This is your outdoor Russian kit or, or non-American kit, which will always be an AK, right? Yeah. This is your indoor kit. This is your SMG. This is your if you're into sniper DMR. I that's kind of where I disagree with you because I, I specifically you're talking about LCPC specifically the train because that was when they really tried to implement that rule, right? So I think that yeah, you're paying a lot of money to play, but you're also bumping up against like the most intricate rule set, the like the I don't know, the apex of Milsim Airsoft, mm-hmm. right? So everybody should be held to a very high standard in that I think like your team should all have if if you're wearing fucking multicam, you all have multicam kit. You know, I mean little variations here and there, but none of this ragtag bullshit, you're wearing the wrong color helmet, you're wearing the wrong color kit, whatever. Oh no, it's okay because you know, kits are expensive. Dude, I have six fucking kits sitting in my garage right now. Right. Most of us do. Well, to a certain extent, like AMS, like they even, you know, they don't allow certain colors, but, you know, do allow some color variation with depending your kit, on the team. Anything goes, though. With, with your right. PC, you can, I mean, I've got a gray one sitting right here that I'm going to wear to LC with multicam black on DCU, just because I thought it'd be cool. Yeah. Um, you know, is it. But, but what, what I think is like like being too complicated with like some of these rules. But I like too is complicated. That, is that you you tend for the masses to yeah I mean like for the masses say like for instance when we when we had those complicated rules like initially implemented there were a lot of people that are like all right cool we're gonna go with those rules you know so they made the investment to as like long go with the ahead before you sign up but you had a lot of people that were upset with the rules oh, right yeah. we were so you had a lot of people that were upset with the rules. Yeah, some people that are going with the rules, right? But then because there's enough people that are vocalizing how upset they are, they then we change the rules because there's enough people that are complaining about the rules. Right. So now the people that have paid money are like, oh, well, fuck, I paid this money to get this gun where it needed to be for this rule set, but that rule set doesn't apply anymore because there right. are enough people that right. were upset about the confusion this of is these like, rules. This is like waiting to start something, a meeting or whatever, because... A bunch of people were late. But see, like, I feel like this is, like, where, like, my point is, is that I feel like you can have sort of specific rules without being too specific as to, like, overdo it. And to make that point is that, like, with AMS. So, like, Milsim West. They do it a lot. Milsim West tends to use a tourniquet, right? They use a tourniquet. Their rule set's scary. They're nice tourniquets. They have a really cool rule set, like. They kind of are on like the. They make you do an inspection. Very much more realistic side of things. They yeah. want you to be loud when you get killed and all this stuff. And like you know, if you do get medic within the first five minutes, you're like, like non-ambulatory. Um, you know, there's a lot of rules to it, and, and you know that's that's good. You know, there's a lot of people that are totally into that, mm-hmm. and like especially like in the insurgency it's, games, it's, it's very fucking LARPing. sick. It's very larpish. It's very larpish. But like, if you're into that, which I didn't think I would be going into an insurgency game, right. I quickly realized I was fucking wrong because I love the LARP, dude. It, it, I embraced it. I didn't think I was gonna like it. I'm like, it's gonna be super gay to talk like a fucking Russian guy this whole time, and then totally did it. Well, and you're, you're but the thing the is, challenge. everybody's going with it. Everybody's going with it. Everybody's enjoying immersion. it. Immersion. It's great. Immersion. They're all about immersion, right? But so you know, to go back to AMS, is that AMS? I feel like they kind of walk a fine line of like what's realistic, but what's also extremely doable 
and not complicated. And for the masses. Right. But, but so, you know, when you talk about an LCPT or something like that, that's not for the masses. That's for the very specific, you know, the top teams and the West Coast I or whatever. Mean, I don't think from that's like a... That's the whole point. I don't think from a, from a Milson perspective, per se, because... I think that's like you're going way more team based on that. Sure, there's yeah. a there's a team based gameplay to it, but like you know, the whole point of respawn there is to like rush back as fast as you can to a hard respawn point and reengage, right. or to like you know trickle because the respawn you're based on like a time uh, time limited mission. So, right. Yeah. I mean, team so is, like, it forces team it forces team more than anything else. Well, you know, to not get killed because you're going to get penalized yeah. if like you know, say the respawn rule is three person at a time. Yeah. Or whatever. So yeah. like. Not necessarily like yeah, you know realism and respawn rules or bandages or anything like that. It has more to do with like time, you know, whether or not you're actually getting you know killed and being careful. Well, and if but, you're actually completing a mission, because a lot of these, it doesn't matter whether you get your mission done or not. It's just a little point here, a little point there. Mm -hmm. you, you actually expect in most airsoft events to not get your mission accomplished. But I feel like LCT is kind of like almost stepping outside of like actual like medic rules in terms of like practicality when we're talking about like. How events are run, like on a on a milsim side of well, things, because, they're not because LCTC they're only 20 is like milsim based in objection, but like not in, not necessarily in like team based gameplay and like tacticalness in terms of like designated medics and like who can medic who and how many resources you have and stuff like that as much as it is like yeah, there are no going back to this and like re respawning and stuff. But like with AMS. AMS, they expect you to have an IFAC, which most people in any sort of combat situation have a fucking IFAC or some sort of medical kit. You're on the field for hours and hours and hours and hours versus LCTZ, you're 20 minutes, take a break, 20 minutes, take a break. It's mission based. But right. I, I'm just. Uh, but we kind of talked about, like, yeah. you know, Lion Claws, you yeah. know, rule sets, how we LCTC use their doesn't stuff. really apply. And Milson West, like, you know, how they use tourniquets and stuff like that, and, like, you know, some of them, like, IVs, you know, drinking water bottles and things right. like that. Whereas like AMS, you have to have an IFAC, you have to have two of your own ACE bandages. What I like most about them in terms of like why I think they tend to be better, at least for me, and I we were talking about this in our chat earlier in our Telegram chat, was like there were some people talking about tourniquets and like, you know, how they are more realistic. Me, I would argue that even though um, an ACE bandage in technical terms isn't more realistic than a than a than a BB tourniquet. That it is. And the reason is, is because when I use an actual honest to God tourniquet, there's certain things that go into like actually engaging a real tourniquet that are different from a BB tourniquet. Of course. Yeah. Obviously, because we don't want to really cut off anybody's circulation, right? You can go but, like 10 hours of tourniquet. But like, you know, a BB tourniquet is essentially a Velcro strap. For all, I mean, just like simplifying it. It, it literally it is takes a fucking at Velcro the worst, strap. Worst case scenario. 30 seconds. Dude, way less than that. I the mean, longest, it, though. Honestly, like, we're flying a fucking BB tourniquet about as fast as fucking using a zip tie. So how about this? But, with an ace bandage, you pull out that four-foot bandage, and it you're expected to, like, wrap time. that around a under, person's limb, under, under stress. stress, under fire, yeah. in a low, in a prone situation, and to apply it properly, tuck it correctly, and then have this person move on, they, like, you're... In my opinion, simulating more of like, okay, treatment. if I'm under fire, You're simulating treatment, right? You, you know, I'm under fire. This is a lot more difficult to do as opposed to sliding on a velcro strap and just, you know, and and at the same time, you are having to apply it in a manner that's neat, 
not just the fucking bow tie or something like that where you're going to lose points. You have to like properly tuck it and so dress it your, correctly. Let's make up our own rule set. So let's take let's take what you said. So let's take like the most uh, mil semi we can be, like the most possible rule set, and then the most playable rule set. Like um, let's make it hard because I like things. I like when things force me to do it the hard way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I like well, so, okay. I, I like the rule. An- another rule that's kind of on the standard stuff. Okay. AMS, you can have up to seven magazines. Mm-hmm. When you go out and engage, and you can't reload on the field. You cannot unload on the field. Once you're out, you're out. You can go to your pistol. Your pistol can have up to like I don't know, know three mags or something like that. You can only reload when you're responding or something like that. You go to a hard place to actually respawn. Versus LC so where we carry reloaders. Running out of ammo, or is it another place? Oh. I mean, like Nielsen West, like they actually control. I mean, the amount of ammo, on the field, like, yeah. it gets really fucking technical, right. and it's not like Which, a big old BB War type I, game. I love, I love Very that. smart. I love that in theory. Mm-hmm. I love the theory behind that, the execution I'm concerned about. Right. But. And, like, with Milson West, or, like, with the with, uh, line claws, it's actually, com- like, completely different. Yeah. You can carry a bag of BBs it's on the BB field and reload out there and just, like, fucking dump. And we all do. Right. Yeah. But Absolutely. E- even then, I, I object to using full auto. Until I'm getting my ass kicked. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I'm going to fight fair until this guy is beating my ass, then I'm going to throw a case. Yeah, I love semi auto rule. I, I think all games should be semi auto rule. I do too. And the reason is, is because, the reason is because, yeah, it takes the whole point of having a solid RPK. Oh, it makes why, it important. Why does a person want a solid RPK? Why am I going to carry that? If a rifle shoots longer. Yeah. And has just as much firepower as right. far as like RPS goes. And can carry a fucking drum. And it's or, half the weight. Yeah. So like to me, yeah, the, the gun's twice as heavy. So reward them by allowing them to be the only reward. firepower on the field. It's ridiculous. It, and, and that's why. Because I, then it makes them important. That's why I always carried a saw at AMS. It, and that's times. Th- and that's why you know there's make it valuable. You know, like I think like DMRs aren't really a thing at AMS yeah. either. Right. And why is that? Because then it makes the sniper important. Right. Right. You have a sniper, you have a spotter, all of a sudden that person's important because you have a DMR that gets just as far as the fucking sniper. Well, Why do you have a sniper? Well, that's and that's, that's the problem but with the airsoft, That's what makes right? all the classes important. Yeah. And like to me, well, like, it's... Have you noticed the, the new rules at Lion Claws for sniper, spotter? Hmm. You've got to have a two-man team for sniper and spotter. Right. I like that, dude. And it's, it's very specific. Because the guys that are in charge of the ops at LC... You know, John is not in charge of all that stuff. John just said, okay, you make game. And, and and they do it, right? So it's really about the leadership. And, and, you know, we work with those guys pretty closely a lot of the time. And whenever we get a chance, I mean, those guys are going forever with us this year. And, I mean, the players first. They, they love to play. They love good gameplay. But they're really putting some thought into their game. Gameplay mm-hmm. has gotten better. We have some – it falls back occasionally, but – you know, it's the last couple of LCs has been getting better and better. Right. Well, you know what? With the LCs, too, like, I feel like it's not necessarily <clears throat> their storyline or, like, the objectives that they're laying out that, um, like, they run a good game. Mm-hmm. I feel like if, if they did more to refine the rule set stuff, and there's nothing, uh, like, I understand. Exactly. You know, the, the, the thing is, is, like, Lion Claws have been around for a really long time. And, like, you know, maybe part of it's, like, you don't want to look like you're 
jockeying somebody who hasn't been around as long in terms of like, oh, we're going to borrow this. Don't be, kind of, don't be reactive. Be proactive. Well, no, any, what I mean well, is like, for okay. Any, any established business, it's hard to pivot later on, right? You get, you get a little stagnant sometimes. Well, what, what I'm saying is like, okay, say, fuck, I don't know, man. I mean, I don't have a good analogy, but basically all I'm saying is that if, if you have a, a, a place that's doing something really well, don't not do it just because somebody else is doing it and you don't want to look like a copy. Right? We've got a restaurant in town that's 106 or 108 years old, Luigi's, right? Mm-hmm. And they do food a certain way. They've always done it a certain way. But they're actually pretty contemporary and cool. The menu hasn't changed in years and years and years. But they've added some things to be a little cooler. It's deli, wine. You know, like, you know they, they're appeasing the masses with still keeping up with their roots. Mm-hmm. And, and I think what happens is you're like, no, we've always done it like this. We're going to do it like this. You can stagnate that way. Right. Or if you say, ooh, new thing, new thing, new thing, new thing, new thing. You always follow that new thing. It, 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 it gets, keeps it you away still from gets bad, too. Because everybody's like, yeah. God, what's, what's new? What's yeah. going to happen this time? Oh, you're 108 years old and you're doing Cosmo fucking teenies with chocolate in them and shit. You know, like, yeah, that's yeah. stupid, right? So it, it's a fine balance. It is, it, it's also understanding, like, the guys who run the game are all right, my age, not your age, my age. So, you know, you're not catering to guys my age. Catering to guys your age and younger, so how do you pivot a little bit? Just just incorporate some new things, incorporate good uh, good things into your gameplay, and that's that's what's awesome about those guys who do leadership and play AMS, MSW, Jet, Desert Fox, uh, Centurion. You know they play those games because you can you can glean the things that work and, and slowly implement them in, right? And I, right. I think they're doing that. I feel like I'm a big apologist they're, they're, for, no, for they're, John's. They're, they've been improving, like, these mm-hmm. past couple of games. I feel like, you know, like, with there still being sort of, like, rule set changes and stuff like that that, like, you know, we've seen in, like, some of the recent games and stuff, is that, like, it wouldn't be a bad thing for them to, like, nod to a place like AMS and be like, hey, you guys perfected, like, the semi-auto like, game. Well, balance, yeah. balance, right? Because here's the thing. You said that well. When, when you when you make the sniper important, you make the squad base gun important. Riflemen make still it have meaningful. yeah. Riflemen still have their place. Or even SMG and, guys. And the thing is, you you make respawning difficult, but not hard. Not hard. If not that makes halt, sense. Not halting gameplay. Like, but no, I'm not like fuck like a halting gameplay. What I mean is like, it's it's hard enough that it's not easy for somebody to just run up there and go, I right. watch you, right? There's there's action in it, and where there's legitimate risk of losing your medic if you don't have some level of cover or you're not smart about how you utilize your medic. I, I play somebody game. might get left out there, but like with a zip tie, uh, you can probably like fucking right. run in there, you and fucking zip it up, up and run up. You know, but I, like with this with this east bandage, like it, it changes a lot of things because. One, it puts some level of personal responsibility on the individual player to have their own shit. And two, you know, it, it does cause people to kind of like police each other. Three, it makes it difficult, but at the same time, like it's still not hard to do. It's not something like 
You have to be skillful yeah, I, in it. I think, yeah, I think part of it, when you go to AMS, is that it takes everybody that goes there, except for a, a very select few, at least six hours to get there, right? So you're going to have your shit together, just just to be able to get there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, one of the things, if I, if I make it a rule set, I always think about this as a team. We all have the same camo. That's a start, right? Right. We all have, I mean, let's take it another step. We all have the same play, play carrier color. Mm-hmm. That'd be the same one. You don't have to have the same pouches and shit like that. We're all running fucking, you know, green kit, green uh, woodland camo, whatever it is. Um, and then you take it a step farther. Everybody has two tourniquet or two bandages, and they're in their left cargo pocket. Right. I don't care what other kit you have. That's going to happen. Like, hey, everybody that's a rifleman, we're all carrying M4s. No AKs. We all have compatible mags. Like, if I'm running it, that's... The ultimate as a, a, you know, a team, that's the ultimate, right? And then, you know, our rifleman is going to carry this, you know, depending on what we all decide as a team. We're going M4s or we're going AKs or we're going EVOs. I think that would be the ultimate. It's having that discipline to See, but that's know like, that when I when I reach to respawn you, your left pocket, because you're unconscious, your left pocket, there's a fucking, there's a tourniquet in there or a bandage or whatever it is that I need to manage. Your, your eye pack is in there, right? Just like well, you should be doing on patrol. But Every, like, like to me though, team, that's yeah. like, that's a matter of like, okay, you go in there with the squad and you're coordinating with your squad in order to know that your squad has, you know, your stuff in this specific spot. Ideally, like your whole team goes the same way so that like, you know, whether you're one squad or another squad or trying to help another squad assault, you're like, you all have the same thing, but realistically you don't. But you would be at the very bare minimum that they have the fucking IFAC to start that you can be like, dude, where's your bandage? And they're right. like, oh, it's here. Instead of them grabbing it for you, it's here because they're supposed to be getting medic. And well, then you're the grabbing it. it. Well, right, but we're not talking about the military. That's, what I'm saying. That, that's why it works, though. Because it's 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 a uh, uniform. Right? It's a uniform policy across you put your eye you put your eye back here. You put your that's it works because it saves time. So mm-hmm. if you could get it, but that's a that's the problem. You and I are arguing right now. We are two of the tightest players on the field when we play, right? Right. I mean, I intuitively know where you are at all times. Like, we always find each other on the field. But we can't get our shit together in a military fashion quite as well as we should because we both have our individual way of doing things, and that's airsoft. But if we could, if we could narrow I mean, that down. airsoft, that's individual. Like, whether, you but, know, there's a but requirement in the military, the department, and there's a requirement. In a, in a in a military level to have certain stuff, you have that gear, but you have it where it works you're, for you. you practice and, you, and it works for you. So you know you might have. Yeah, but if you practice, if everybody had to do it exactly the same, like let me ask you this: you carry your magazine vertically, right? Um, it works. You carry mm-hmm. your your pistol mag vertically on your left side. Okay. Right. Right, because I'm right-handed. Right. But that that argument goes well, out the window if you okay. have a left hand. Okay. Right? But let's say so everything. Can you can you work horizontally? Sure you can. Okay. That's what I'm saying. But if everybody... Oh, well, that works for me. Oh, so you're the expert now? What if everybody had to do it the same way? But because everybody... Like, this is the way you have to do it. You're going to you're gonna get your ass chewed if it's horizontal. Since I went through this police department because I wore mine horizontal back in the day, right? Mm-hmm. So everybody wears it vertically and everybody practices until they have confidence and currency with their magazine vertically. What's the difference? 
You say, well, I practice like this. Well, you don't practice like that anymore because your shift vertical is, that's the standard. The standard remains the same. So if you make the standard across the board for everybody, and yeah, obviously left, left hand, right hand, I mean, that's going to be different. But why can't you just tell everybody to have their IPAC and their left coddle? Why wouldn't that work? Right. There's no argument to say that, well, we're a drop holster, this or that or whatever. It's like, no, everybody wears them in the left pocket. It's that easy. Well, I mean, something like that is, I mean... It's easy. Not wrong. But uh, what I'm saying is, though, like when we're talking about trying to get consistency as far as participation... How much immersion? Like, yeah, but you know, look, at, look at... Can you and I not, not participate and be immersed in that? If they said, this is the rule set ahead of time. Everybody does it this way. Are you going to work on it? How much harder do you work when you to not get a work right? To follow the rules when you know the rule set and you know the rule set's being enforced. Because mm -hmm. that's the worst thing. Is That's what got me in Milsim West. I know you said I bring this up all the time. Was there was this super serious rule set that I was fucking psyched about. They're like, you have to have these 25 items. They have to be presented like this. You're going to take that shit. You're going to lay it out in a big kit. We're going to come by and inspect it. I was like, I made it. Every letter of every I dotted, every I crossed every T exactly to what they said. Right? They walked out and like, yeah, it looks good. I'm like, God damn it, you guys didn't even fucking look. You didn't I mean you didn't even give a shit. I had to ask you to inspect. And it's like I will follow those rules if you make you have to have twenty five items. I'll have those twenty five items. I promise you. Like, I think we can all do that. And it would it actually makes it fun when you have to bring yourself to a higher standard. Because I was ready for a higher standard. Mm -hmm. I don't know. My uh, you know, I, I mean, I just feel like, you know, there's a there's a delicate balance. I feel like the EMS probably does it the best. And the reason is, is because, like I was saying, is that there's a certain level of personal responsibility that comes with bringing your own uh, bandages, keeping them in yep. the eye pack, regardless of where the fucking position is on the kit, is that you're, you're not helping the person medicate. You're saying, hey, it's on my left side, on, on, on my back part of my fucking vest. That they can go in there, get it, medic you, and that you only get those two lives before you had the hard respawn. So there's not like this idea of like, oh, well, I'm 100 feet from the hard respawn, and I'm going to like keep coming back. Like you can go out, you can get respawn twice with a medic only or your team leader, and then at some point you're going to go back. The reason I like it is because, one, there's the ability to stay in the fight if you're cautious. And you use your medics right, and you use your bandages, like, Judiciously. Right. But, that, you know, like, if you are careless, if you do take unnecessary mistakes, and you do get hit, and you do use your bandages, and you have to make that hard respawn all the way back, that gives the other team time advance. to actually advance, and, you know, it creates... Take your position. Right, to take your position, and, there, you know, it... it and we it watched gives, that shift through AMS the whole day, back and forth. Right, right. fighting over the same area. There's not an unlimited amount of respawns. The respawns aren't so fast that you can't make that headway. Right. They're it's it's enough they aren't that so you can slow stay in the it. fight. But they're it's a, it's enough that like you know even if you're staying in the fight that you can still get you know pushed back. Yeah. So um, I can't reach you. Oh, oh, God, one do one that cup. I need that icy motherfucker. Yeah. So um. Oh, there's all. It's all stuck in there. Good to take it. So, yeah, it's, um, you know, it's one of those things where, like, in terms of balance, like, with the medical rules, that, you know, the 
the engagement rules for like semi-auto for the rifles, auto for that's the squad base weapons. That's the first best. All of that stuff is what helps, I think, create balance. the overall experience in terms of balance with um, like speed of gameplay and how things advance and it just uh, to me like it just all around creates like this positive experience because when you're you know when you're like you know in real life situations like everybody's not dumping their ammo right you know well, i mean how many would you look at because we all like i feel like ams is in the middle we all I, want to be special forces West, right like everybody has like super limited ammo right there's not a a shitload it's, it's of more like, LARPing you know, than spray and pray. There's LARPing. I mean, there are engagements and stuff sure. like that. It but gets they're crazy. very limited. Dude. I had but, people borrowing my pistol and shit because they were out of ammo. Right. And and then on the other end, you have like you know line claws where there's like a lot of BBs getting thrown. You just thrown. carry a backpack. You have BBs. people. You have people fucking you know using fucking gas guns and like shooting like you know high RPS and stuff. And then like AMS is kind of in the middle where it's like it's fun. you have ammo. It's you have the ability to run out. You know, you have to go back to your hard respawn if you run out. Because, like, okay, let's say you don't get killed out twice, right? But you run out of ammo. Oof. You're going to have to walk back to the respawn anyways because you need fucking ammo. In life, it, it, it's funny because it's like, in life, like, you live with consequences. And that's kind of what makes it fun, right? If if there was no danger to anything, like, if you just were immortal, would it be that much fun to no. do dangerous shit? Like, would, would anybody give a fuck about the X Games if everybody was immortal? Right. Right, it would it wouldn't be that it much wouldn't fun. Matter. Everybody could do it. So those those limits what make it fun, and, and AMS does that well. If I were gonna do my own medical rules, and I would get you know for no sim shit, I think it'd be awesome to keep people in the game. But uh, you know, like you were talking about, somebody you know, gets, everybody gets shot. They gotta get shot with heroin, yeah. and the only way they can survive is if the medic gets them with Narcan. And then and then if you get hit really <laughs> bad, everybody just just is like <laughs> morphine. Morphine. Mom. Morphine. Wow. No. Say wow. Prime Ryan. Um, no. Wow. Okay, so check this out. Just, I'm just going to put this out there. So, for time, because your contention is that medical rules should take time. should take you out of the game, but not too long. So, the bandage, right? It should hinder you to a certain extent. It slows you And down. the medic, like, the thing is, is like, what I like is that the rule set makes it so that you have to have a semi-competent player be a medic. One, that they're quick enough to get out there. Two, that they're smart enough to know when to go in and to then, do and the to medic. Disengage from and to disengage to get there. You know, to survive, but also be like a combat effective yeah. squad member in terms of like, oh, I'm the medic, so I'm just going to stay back here and not engage at all yeah. because, you know, right. like, you know, there's yeah, there's I'm a important. delicate balance of being a good medic in terms of like keeping your squad up, and, sometimes and also being a useful member in terms of being a rifleman. Sometimes you gotta send your medic and be like, dude, attack that fucking door, right? right? I mean, that that's the guy. So anyway, but what what I'm saying is, I I like tourniquets, but like you said, you, you made a good point. They they're they're too fast. So why not have a medical where you have to do both? You do a bandage, then you do a tourniquet, right? What would you do for a gunshot? You do both. Time. How about this? You get hit in the chest, and that's considered a kill shot, a shot that puts you down. You gotta pull your vest off, you gotta slap a piece of fucking gorilla tape or duct tape or whatever it is, painter's tape, whatever it is. You gotta slap that over the wound, then you get back in play, helmet back on, put your PC back on, all that. Takes you out of play, and then at the end of the day, you know, you've got your, your chest seal, you know, you got your bandage on your arm, whatever it may be. Why not make the medical a little bit more serious and, and make the medic a 
very serious position that's fun to play. I don't know how you incentivize somebody to want to be a medic because I never want to be a medic. You, you like they gave me kind of an idea, and I think the idea is that like maybe not taking the chest rig off or any of those things. So it, it's a, I like it's a, that because that fucks it up. That's more serious. It's a procedure on the field, right? Mm-hmm. Which is I, viable. I mean, I feel like though it, it kind of. Like fucks with people's shit too much to a certain extent. Well, and you got like, you got eye pro, eye pro shit falls maybe. off their vest or whatever. But like, I like I like where you're going with it in terms of like, say like somebody's down, they're laying down. Um, you you know that they're like you have to like most people mm-hmm. tend to sit you know on their ass or lay on their back, right? Sit there. Nobody, most of, nobody most lays of the on games, their like LCD, right? Like, but what I'm saying is like nobody's laying on their stomach or doing anything like that. And that brings up another like, another good point. Like in LC games, people are like reloading when they're mm-hmm. when they're shot. Yeah. You're not allowed to do any of that. And right? You need to lay down and just fucking be dead. Yeah. But what I'm saying is like most people sit on their ass or they lay down on their back. Talk so to your buddy. my thing would be like, is that you know you have some sort of like uh, duct tape, right? Mm-hmm. You have a duct tape. You have to tear two pieces, slap it on the on the back of uh, of a PC, mm-hmm. and then like like in an X. So edge, one. Right? To like an X, right? But then, but then when you do the fucking when you do the tape in the X, now you got to pull out a pin and, and put your and like on put it. like medic and then like approximate time eleven ten or something. Okay. So then it, it creates a level of like okay, I'm, I'm I've bandaged it and I'm doing this other admin stuff like okay, you know this dude's been killed just like you this were with time, a tourniquet this time right just like you you note a tourniquet when you put it on right yeah. You know, I mean, they've got something like that would be creative, and it doesn't require a lot of extra anything. Equipment. And I mean, realistically, like, everybody has a crazy. You're rubbing your back on the walls, probably gonna rub off the fucking well, rider. Right, but, but that's fine. But it, it's not being counted at the end because the people are gonna game that, pull their shit off. But mm-hmm. you know how? Do, so how about this? You've got. So how do we make the medic important? You know how do we make that uh, that person that shows that MOS to be a medic important? So maybe they have a notebook, you know, 1401, sucking chest wound, bam, puts it in a notebook. At the end of the day, every one of those medics is worth so many points. You turn that in, you turn that in as mission accomplished. I don't know. I mean, it, you have to incentivize it, right, somehow. And, of course, you have to also mitigate people cheating. But it doesn't aim us. I feel like no one ever cheats, dude. People call their kids. It, I know. Mm-hmm. You know, it's sort of the Cinderella. And I don't know what. How would you, how would you incentivize a medic? You know where they could turn it in and get points for it. Uh, I mean, I feel like you get the incentive, like you you Just incentivize the medic by like you know them, you know being effective in general. Because if you're a good medic and you're a successful medic in terms of like how you engage when you choose to engage. The, the, the fucking dividends is in the fact that your team is still up and pushing right. across the field because you single-handedly managed to right. keep them all up by Staying being with tactical team. and, like, you know, not being in the same place when the fucking team leader gets killed. You medic the team leader. You end up getting shot. Now the team leader can get you back up. You guys aren't in the same place at one time, and you're doing a really good job of, like, keeping your guys up to a certain extent. Obviously, you can't help if your guys are fucking retards and they're getting shot constantly and then they use up their fucking bandages too quick and now they have to hard respawn. But at the very least, you've kept most of them up. You've kept them most of the way through, like your march across the field before they just got killed out too many times. Team selection, right? I mean, you you have to know your people and trust your people and 
Yeah, that's I feel like we click we click amazing at AMS. It all just just everything comes together. Yeah, you know. And our, the thing is too is like best. with how our games have been set up in LC games, um, I felt like they they've become a lot more involved in terms of just like. Uh, I don't know, like how creative they're getting, and like storyline and stuff like that. I feel like they've been, like they're, they're, they're like they're improving, trying to improve uh, upon where they've been in the past. I feel like if they incorporated, like you know, some of these AMS esque rules, that it's gonna elevate Meta their gameplay. A really good start. Yeah, it's gonna elevate their gameplay. Bottom line, two is that it's gonna, I think, create a culture for like. Or you expect your players to be, and then it's gonna like force them to be better players. Well, I mean, you have to, you, have, you know. I, I mean, I know right now, like it's kind of like there's a certain type of player that shows up. Yeah. Like everybody jokes about the SoCal player that shows up, plays for half a day, gets all shitty, and leaves at noon right. because of whatever. But, but also it, because they're not there for the long haul. They're not there for Friday night. All day Saturday and most of the right. They're not Sunday. camping or any of that right. stuff. Right, they're going home. They're they're there in their BMW with their multi glam. You know, they're they're not camping, getting their car dirty. So, right, but I mean, just like anything else, just like raising kids or your dogs or whatever it is, if you set expectations and, and make them meet those expectations, people will learn. And yes, you're going to alienate certain players, but you know those those players are those players get alienated easily are your walk on players. Or your players that play local games on Saturdays or Sundays or whatever like that. So if you, and I think that's been part of it. John, John's kind of the, the turn and burn. Like come out and play and you can do whatever as long as you pay your money and go. But you want the loyal, you know, you want people to talk about your your organization like we talk about AMS. Mm-hmm. Right? Like this is the players, this is the players league, if you will. Right? Like this is where chefs go to eat dinner. Mm-hmm. And that's the way I feel about AMS. Like. This is where we all like to eat. You know what I mean? Like it's we're not having fugu, you know, we're not having fucking blowfish, but <laughs> it's the best fucking taco you're ever gonna have. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it's not overly complicated just to be complicated. It's just fun. It's just like where you enjoy being. Well, and the thing and is, is like regionally, that's what you know. John is it, right? Yeah. And it would be nice that if, uh, you know, with like the chief of staff changes and some of the you know, new rules that have been implemented in order to kind of, like, like elevate the game and, like, what people expect from, like, when they come to attend these games mm-hmm. is that they made these little extra changes that they're not reinventing the wheel. They're, they're grooming, not doing they're grooming anything, though, like, right? crazy different that hasn't been done. Yeah. But in terms of just what you come to expect in these games, right. when you add that little bit of extra... With the existing changes for like storyline and kind of just like overall gameplay, I feel like it's really gonna really gonna help it. Well, like in terms of just like what kind of player you attract. When Josh brought MSW out here, there were challenges because people were used to a certain rule set. If AMS were to come here, let's Jesus Christ, can you imagine if Bubba ran a game out here at Victorville because everybody goes to Victorville? Yeah. Like, the expectation would be so different that it would be a well, terrible that seven, experience. that 1776 team that came to class? Yeah. You know, with AMS when they oh, tried right, to run the right, game right. there? Well, yeah. that's what I'm saying, though, is you, you have people, let's say you have people from Centurion that come out here to play. I'm like, fuck yeah, I want to go to California. I've always wanted to go to California. People from California, fuck yeah, I've always wanted to play with Bubba. 
there is going to be a harsh realization on both sides of just what the expectations are, what you're used to, you know? So why not make it start to meet in the middle a little bit, right? Like make it a little bit harder on the West Coast, make it a little bit, uh, I don't know, say easier, but set those expectations a little bit higher for them. I, I think LC can do that, and I, I feel like we're doing that. I feel like they're getting closer. I, I say we. Um, but I love our leadership because they're really trying to take us in that direction, the, the, the AMS direction. Yeah. You know, the thing is, too, is like, I mean, they're we have AMS a lot for of, the first time. We have a lot of speed soft. We have a lot of speed TV in the yeah, state. And we're very from, well known for it. Coming from Los a Angeles. lot of the fields that we have are indoors, not so much outdoor anymore. All guys outdoors is too expensive. The land's too expensive. Mm-hmm. And so, like, you and get a lot of indoor gameplay. So it looks bad. Yeah. But you get a lot of you get a lot of door a lot of indoor gameplay typically in the state, and so that's where you end up with like you're catering more to these players. I understand that's kind of the clientele, but I think which is that, crazy that Texas doesn't have more airsoft because well, I just feel like you know we should it's have like, the most outdoor. They should have the most outdoor. It's like okay, I mean we shouldn't just kind of accept like well it's the kind of players that we have, that's so let's just kind of like let's just run the team this way because that's what's best for everybody. Let us we should de- we should. Yeah, the we should push them to try to we elevate their game in terms of like really. Well, here's the thing: if they're coming to play, you know, like a three-day game, like three-day op, that's supposed mm-hmm. to be like a Milson game, force them to change and like elevate their game in terms of like what Milson is. Not come and bring their fucking gas-powered, you know, forty RPS, you know, right. fucking right. polar Just star, and, and, and come out here and. and Dump like they want to because that's how they play, mm-hmm. you know, and fucking Viper. Friday and Saturday when they go, you know, play like in yeah, SC Viper or something like that. No, you know, we're talking about like changing, uh, you know, a nine millimeter gun to only shoot like one jewel and indoors and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, then find that happy medium. Yeah, then, then then you know, be like, hey, look, you're gonna come play this game. You need to fucking shoot in semi only, and I'm not talking semi only where you're still able to fucking get like. 38 RPS off right. in your gun. And also, but like, really? And also, you, you everybody's semi-auto. Don't let me catch you on full auto. If I catch you on full auto, I mean, you're actually going to get a fucking ding. And, and yeah, I mean, your team's going to get a war crime. Second, the second time if it happens again, you're fucking out. I mean, we all have accidents. Like, even AMS, sometimes I'll, you know, go do something and you've dumped it into full auto. That happens, right? <laughs> so it shouldn't. No. It, no, it does. I'm not for me. Especially on the Evo, it does. Oh, no. Yeah, it does, because it's ambidextrous. But. I put on safe. I put on fucking safe on accident. Yeah. I've never put on auto on accident. <laughs> you know, I mean, within. Yeah, that's a big cobweb. Jesus Christ, look at that thing. Oh my a giant God. spider in it. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I think you got to make it reasonable. You have to start taking the steps. And I feel like LC is doing that. And that's, I mean, that's our home. That's our home game, right? LC. Oh, yeah. It's such an easy drive. I mean, geez, we had people the first, first couple of LCs that would. Drive out there, play, drive home, spend the night, drive back and play. You know, one of my favorite things that I liked about AMS when I went to the first game was not only did they do um, like certain objectives that each like each team needed to do, and then like you know if you were looking for intel, it was gonna like open up another type of scenario depending on if you search certain players to like find all of these intel key. things. Yeah, was that. On top of all of that, they had control points on the field where they had flags set up for the different teams to, like, 
raise their flag, mm -hmm. and at certain times they would check to see who controlled what parts right. of the field. So there was that. additional points for the overall control of the field. Then there was the points that were, you know, how many fucking objectives to actually complete. Right. And then third was, you know, how many, you know, did, were they able to unlock this, like, special scenario based on like, like them killing players and finding intel on a superhero in a video game right yeah and then every player has a card so then on top of that like if you're searching all these different players you're collecting these cards for like extra points and stuff when it so means something you're you're talking about like four or five different things yeah. that are occurring from the very fucking start which requires a lot of game control and it has yeah. Im embedded game control mm -hmm. which I found fantastic because all of a sudden some dude would pull out a red red hat and they're like, "You didn't call your hits. Take a walk. War crime." You know, like I, I saw that a couple of times. That yeah. Was, man, well, and the thing is too is like you gotta have the right people for that. Mm -hmm. You have to have the people that are gonna call out their own players. <laughs> you gotta have guys that are narcs. Yeah. You, you gotta have narcs on your team. You gotta have IA out there, and it worked out so well. I, there's just I, I don't know. I, I mean, I guess both. And those guys are, are that different. But I'm like, I don't know how people could just... Some people are just intuitive about how to uh, uh, wrangle people. And they do it so well, dude. They, they really do. Well, Bo seems like a very people person -y. Yeah. Like, he knows a lot of cool dudes. <laughs> but, I feel like I, but I feel like Bo can also be... Like, he's also manipulating you. What? To, no, and I don't mean that in a bad way. Manipulating... Because I'm... I know what he does for a living. He's manipulating you to buy into his idea so that you will do what he asks. And and I mean that in the best possible way, right? I mean, you have to, to be a good leader, you have he to be able to manipulate people. He could just be presenting people. something in such a good way that it makes you want to play it that way. That's called manipulation. That's not manipulation. Manipulation isn't a bad word, though. Right. It's just like saying, I just Well, I think manipulating is getting you to do something you don't want to do on a no. subconscious level. No, manipulating is guiding. Okay, he guides you. Right? Mm -hmm. To do what you want to do for your best for your best interest because it's the best thing and he wants you to get there. I, I think he's really good at that, and I don't mean that in a manipulative way. Like I'm manipulative, that's what you're doing. I don't mean it like that. <laughs> I just like I think he knows how to guide people in the proper direction. It's it's good leadership. Yeah, and, and good leaderships have to. You know what I mean? Like I have to make you do some things you don't want to do, and you, know, you have to look. But Bo does go, run. You know the. Run AMS with a, a good group of guys, too. Oh, for sure. But it's always top-down. Yeah. It always comes from the top-down. If your leadership is a jagaloon, then, you know, uh, everybody else is, is going to do that, or you're going to have some guys that are like, fuck this, let's do it better. And everybody works their asses on and sticks it out. And you try and call somebody out on something negative, and then the leadership's like, no, 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 no. We want them to come back next week. Just let it go. You're like, fuck, dude, you just undermined me, right? Like, I, you see leadership doing that, so... It really comes from the top and allowing your leaders to lead. And I, that's clearly what he does. But he chooses people with the, I mean, like they set they set the tone. Yeah. They, they have to. So I, I think they're a little bit more involved than, let's say, John is with gameplay. He chooses his leaders and lets them do their thing. And there's, there's been a lot of changes in leadership, and I see some really good things happening lately. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I'm just not like, you know, knocking, you know, lion claws per se. It's just, um, you know, it, it, again, like I'm not, I'm not purposefully trying to knock 
like offline clause. It's just that I wish they when, would take a few cues from what Anna says. Well, not even that, but like you know, I have talked to other players mm-hmm. when we're talking about, oh, how'd you like that game? Mm-hmm. You know, I have heard from several people that it's just like, well, you know, I've been going to these games for years, and they tend to be very similar, mm-hmm. right? The the well, rule set seems to be very similar. How different is being every year? Well, you're not wrong, but what I'm saying is that. I think when people are using similar and derogatory terms, yes. what they mean is that the same I didn't like these rules from before. Five years ago. I keep coming back to the game hoping that and there's going like to be a them. change. I don't like them now. And they're still not working, and they haven't changed. Yeah. Right? They haven't learned any lessons. Like, we still keep doing the same. But that, that's changing. Right. I mean, like, the last well, one. Well, I feel like they I'm really emphasized in some of these other rule sets recently. Was where different. they're talking about, like, Hey, if you don't show up in the right colors, you're not fucking playing. Yeah. Which, honestly, even I was super thankful for because there were several years in the past where people completely showed up in the wrong, wrong fucking uniform. kit, yeah. completely wrong uniform. Like, you could tell they didn't try, didn't read the fucking rules or anything. And it was pretty much kind of like, well, you already paid. Right. And we're going to let what's, you play. What's the cult classic for line clubs? Hawk Bow. Oh, Vietnam yeah. Game, right? And, you can't and, just show up and be like, oh, I didn't read the rule set, yeah. but I okay. mean, I know I'm not in the Vietnams, but... But you have 25 guys that played that, or however, I mean, I know Beast played it, and it was so, I mean, you have to it was have super strict. an era-specific LBE, or whatever they called, Y Harness, or whatever it was, you have to have specific, it wasn't just me on paying, right? Uh-huh. And, you know, those people that played that were like, yeah, I'll pay the money to do that, I'm totally fucking down. Okay, I gotta carry an M60... I gotta carry an M16 with a fucking no optics, none of this bullshit, right? Yeah. And I love that. I love that. You know, like if they say, hey, we're having a Black Hawk down game, you know, I wish they would have done it for this one. You know, you got. I'm, I'm coming to my Black Hawk down too. I know. You gotta wear DCU and black if you're gonna be Delta. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna be a Ranger, you know, what the fuck are they wearing? Woodlands? What were, what were Rangers wearing? Were they wearing ACU? Whatever it was. What were they wearing? You don't know what they were wearing? Yeah, what they were in DCU? Yeah, they were. Okay, everybody wore DCU in that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So everybody wears DCU. I, I mean, it's hard to find DCU now. That's the only problem. But I would love a game where it's like, no, you got to carry this gun. You got to carry this era of gun. You, you know, you can't, you can't bring in a fucking. I think what know, it is is Delta wore different colored helmets. They yeah. had the black helmets. They had the black and knee pads. They had the black knee pads right. and stuff like that. More tactical. Were and, and they they tend to have. They had guns that actually had like extra attachments and shit on it. Yeah. Or the Rangers. They had some options. They had like different colored helmets, like slightly different colored vests. I think they had knee pads too, but I don't know if they were black. I think they were wearing woodland vests. But and then, yeah. no, and then they were just wearing kind of like your standard DC. M4. Yeah. Maybe it had an optic on it. Yeah. yeah. Like an old like school nothing optic, crazy. But, like, right. I mean, it would be it would be cool, but you're not going to get the masses. So you're not going to get 400 people to sign up for oh, that. Oh, no way. And comply. But. If you can find that happy medium, I like when you can walk around and be like, get that shit off your dick. You know, as the as the squad leader, the platoon leader, whatever it is, where you're like, nah, bro, that doesn't fly. No, mm-hmm. no. It, but I mean, we're wearing face masks. We're wearing face masks. So, you know, I get it. I'm wearing Oakley's. They weren't wearing Oakley's. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I, I, I get that. But I don't know. I like, I like when they limit you. I like when they make it hard to do your job. You know, because otherwise, if it's too easy, it's not as much fun. You don't earn it as much. I'm down to that, like to limit. 
but they're going to have to do it slowly and a little bit at a time. Yeah. You know, and and, and that doesn't mean making a walk two miles respawn. <laughs> okay, it just it just means like, okay, have your shit together, look the part. When everybody looks the part, don't you hate when somebody shows up? Who, who, I don't remember. Was it Last Lion Claws where the guy showed up and they had like Spetsnaz camo, but it was sewn onto a running, a jogging suit, an Adidas jogging suit, or it was a jogging suit like sewn together with Spetsnaz. Oh, I don't remember. Did Flora? I mean, it was a whole fucking team of guys, like seven or eight guys that were running that. I'm just like, that is fucking weird. Or you see the guy, you know, it's got a unicorn horn strapped to his helmet. It's well, you know, I another that. thing that like AMS does good is in terms of like none of they that. they describe like so you sign up for an event, they have little square photos of every type of color yeah, that is available yeah. to use for and this nothing team. Nothing outside of that. Nothing outside of that. Don't fucking ask. It, there's mm-hmm. like eight different camos for this green. There's like ten different First, camos yeah, for this tan. We were digi camo. Uh, Digiflora. Yeah. Because we all had it for mm-hmm. our whole squad. And right. Back. And, you know, it's, but it's just like, that's clearly rain, right? You're not getting somebody that's like coming out here like, hey, um, I only like to wear navy kit where like I pretend like I'm, you know, a fucking sailor on a battleship. Um, I know it's not green. I know it's not tan. But can I run that? Because I don't want to fucking. It needs to be easily identifiable. Identifiable. Right, but you don't know what color blue's on. Because blue's not a fucking color, right? Which is why multicam needs to be on green. Because it looks like it's fucking green. Yeah, it is not tan at all. It's not tan. You know what's tan? Arid multicam. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I think it's so irritating. Because to me, so you put woodland on green, right? You put multicam on tan. Uh, Woodland looks very similar from far away to fucking multicam. That's surprising. So what ends up happening is you end up disengaging from somebody or not engaging with somebody. And you're like, is he fucking green or is he tan? And then they don't don't answer you and they shoot at you. Right? And you're like, oh, fuck. You just just end up just shooting your own teammates or not shooting the bad guys. Yeah, it's it's super irritating. I I hate multicam for that reason. Mm -hmm. Because it's a little bit of everything, which is great. In the camouflage world, but in airsoft camouflage doesn't work because you're never getting out past 200 feet. <laughs> I mean, I guess it wouldn't matter if uh, you know you're playing a fucking airsoft event and somebody was wearing everybody was wearing orange, everybody's wearing blue. You should know who everybody is. Huh? Yeah, oh, I mean, I wore the last John Lou event. I wore fucking navy kit, <laughs> <laughs> but we were Mexican Mexican uh, army. Well, and yeah, but that was allowed. Yeah, I mean that was the whole. That was the whole idea of so we were the Mexican army against the cartel. Yeah. But boy, did I stand out. Oh, yeah, for sure. Everybody knew who I was. <laughs> we will shoot that tall, winky fucker. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I saw him on Full House. Let's wrap this shit up. Wasn't fucking Danny Tanner like a Sam Fulick? Or Bob Baggett? Is that his name? Or is it Bob Saget? <laughs> You're just like, no, <laughs> no. Yes. Goodness. But yeah, um, you Next know, week we'll uh, be talking about to like, I mean, I, I guess to kind of like, you know, wrap up what we've talked about so far is that, you know, there is a delicate balance between like, you know, what is, I think, good and great rules in terms of, uh, um, you know, weapon types and, you know, uh, like rates of fire. Um, in that you know that also you know clearly applies to uh, 
you know, medic rules and how often somebody should medic and what type of uh, medic supplies, you know, can be used. That's your dog. Oh my goodness. She got so, a short nose. <laughs> so like, I mean, at the end of the day, like, I mean, at least for me, uh, you know, after talking about all of this, my favorite way is definitely ace bandages. I feel like it keeps you involved. And it kind of replicates like the actual treatment of a wound. Um, and it does a really good job of like not being too quick, but not being, uh, you know, too slow, um, you know, in, in the medic rules type of scenario. And then like, you know, limiting it to like two at the very most before you have to hard respawn at like a place that's further back, like a you know, forward operating base or something. Um, that's how... I like to play. You're you're in agreement that AMS kind of has like the somewhere in the middle. Kind of I, like it. I want it to be hard, but not as hard. Right, and uh, you know, and then we kind of touched on like this general fucking like rates of fire and stuff like that, which was yeah. like kind yeah. of something different, but like more along the lines. Every like, should be Like there's there's no. You know, I remember like when I was brand new, I used to like shooting an auto yeah. all the time, but I really started to appreciate when we went. I remember going out to my first AMS event thinking like semi-auto the whole time. Wow. It's going to be so hard. When I, when I did it, I'm like, this is amazing. Dude, it's free. It is right. amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it's like wearing ankle weights. It's just like, oh, wow, I got stronger. It's like, wow, I'm picking my shots. I'm still getting hits. And yeah. Well, and I'm not just getting like, oh. Just lit up yeah, everywhere. My I'm ammo's like, lasting. Like, yeah, you say, I only have seven mags on the field. Fuck. <laughs> like, how do I balance this? Yeah. yeah. You can really come with a 5,000 round bag and like, Go the whole weekend. Dude, I, I'm used to going to LC events, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to need 17 bags of ammo, <laughs> especially since I run saw most of the time. And even in, at uh, AMS, I ran saw for the first, I don't know, three offs, I think? Yeah, I don't think you used more than two bags. I even brought extra bags for you. No, I, I mean, I didn't go through all of them. I went through a few. But, you went through a few, but you didn't go through all of them. But then I arrived in the last year, and I'm like, bro, I'm just using the BBs that I found at the bottom of my backpack after the <laughs> from the year before. Yeah. So... Yeah. Yeah, you know, rules, you know, I, I'd like to see a, a couple of changes, at least for our regional you know, player, uh, well, no, our, our regional event. It's, it's regional for us. It's I mean, all over the country. Though. But I'm saying it's regional for us. Name another fucking 3D event place that's happening all the time in our No, area. I'm just saying, though, but they, you know, they go back east, so, you know, you are going to have players in right, but Georgia. What, but what national oh, event organization no, is doing one-day games? It's only one week. day games in California. It's the only one we have. Right. Exactly, but they take their rules. That's why they, it's regional for they, us. They they take their rules to the other side of the country too. When other event organizations are sure, so, yeah, they could definitely change that. Sure, well, but I'm saying like that's our regional event company, and like what I'm saying is like I would like to see those changes implemented there because the only time we see that rule set is when we go to Copperhead, which is a 13 hour drive. Yeah, and it would be nice to see the rule changes here locally. I feel like it would have a positive effect on our player base overall. And I feel like we have a really good relationship with John Wu and <laughs> <laughs> maybe we can talk to him. Yeah. No, and yeah. that's that is one thing. You know, we, we deal with the leadership quite a bit, you know, uh, with Jim Lane, with Sprout, with Don and all that. And we do suggest these changes, you know, and, and change is hard, but you know, it's not like we're just hanging out and drinking my ties. You know, we're we're trying to influence sure are. how the game plays. I mean that's <laughs> that's how we influence. Get you drunk and then you know, it's just like a date. You said, you said, and we're, we're not a third drink. Yeah, dude. Well, then we're like, remember this video, John? Yeah, yeah this is what we're gonna have to do. We'll just... All right, yeah. let's get out of here.
All right, man. Well, thanks for listening. Uh, that's our that's our take on uh, uh, respawn rules, weapons rules, all that bullshit. Um, that was episode seven. Uh, episode eight. I don't know. We might be talking about Sansi since, yeah. since I was talking shit. Yeah, dude. We're gonna be, we're gonna talk about the fucking throat chop. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Thanks for listening. Late. Just looking at me like, bruh. <laughs> <laughs>